Oh my God, can you believe this incredible weather, ladies and gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world? How are you doing? The last few days have been in Toronto, they've been roughly 30 degree range, and it's not stopping. Today was almost 30 degrees, and tomorrow it could be the same, which is Tuesday, but they're calling for thunderstorms, so that's when it's going to rain like a motherfucker. And then it gets nice again for a week or so with no rain in sight. So, uh, hey man, you know what to do. Get to the LCBO and stock up on the beer and the ghoulie, and the girly coolers because, um, you know, staying hydrated is very, very important. So get that medicine into you as soon as possible, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, how are you guys? What's been going on? Did you have a good weekend? Personally, myself, um, I worked on Saturday until 2 p.m., Then I had the pleasure of driving to Kitchener, Ontario for an hour and a half to pick up a patio set that I won at an auction. Um, Then I got to drive all the way back here, drop it off, and then uh, I spent Saturday night and uh, three quarters of Sunday drinking at my buddy's place, barbecuing, uh, and uh, literally living in a swimming pool for like, you know, 40 hours of of the weekend, so... I can't complain. It was pretty great. Um, I hope you guys also took advantage of the weather any way you could. Uh, but now it's unfortunately it's horrible Monday. Happy Monday, everybody! And um, you know we are on the verge, apparently, of being able to possibly get a haircut and maybe evil, uh, maybe even being able to have uh, a pint of of uh, beer and some wings on a patio. Who knows, uh, apparently Friday they're going to open up some patios. Of course, you're going to have to socially distance only six people. So all the patios will be rammed every Friday and Saturday. So good luck getting a spot. But fingers crossed that it's stage one and we're getting close to going back to normal. God, this is pathetic. Almost a year and a half now of this horse shit. Anyways, um... That was, unfortunately, somehow I'm going to say that was the nice version of Jay and that I buttered you guys up with uh, asking how your weekend was and such. A nice little welcome. But unfortunately, now it's time for everybody's favorite Jay, and that is Hostile Jay. And why am I hostile today, you may ask. Several reasons, guys. Let's, uh, Let's just fucking get right to it, shall we? Let's get fucking loud. Let's just go... Um, first off, here's a question for you guys, and this is like a little bit of like what came first, the chicken or the egg scenario. Here's the question I'm going to present to you guys. Um, are you a massive douchebag before or after buying a big ass truck? That's the question. Uh, I am so fucking sick and tired and, and it just, just fucking like pushed to my limits of, uh, these white dudes who are driving their their F-150s or their Dodge Rams and they, they ride you all the way, like right on your ass, right on your bumper because, you know, I'm going 115 to 120 kilometers in the fast lane. But these pricks who are listening to their banjo music and they're smoking their cigarettes and they're on their eighth coffee of the day, they feel the need to come up behind me and ride me and try and push me out of the way so that they can continue their little trip or their little journey to Walmart to buy a suit for the trailer park wedding that they're about to attend or something along those lines. I mean, okay, honestly, obviously, I'm generalizing everyone who drives a truck as white trash and no, that is not true, but it's not far off from the truth. 
And would you still be driving like this or like that, riding people and speeding and, and trying to press people out of the way if you drove like a like a Kia Sorento or something like that or a Buick? Would you still be a prick? I mean, I, I, I've come to realize, and I, I did this from my own self-checking, I believe whatever you drive has a direct correlation or impact, whatever you want to say, on your personality while you drive. For instance, uh, before I got my BMW, I was never a speeder. I was never in a rush. I mean, my first car was a Sunfire. Uh, it couldn't go faster than 120 because if I did, the doors would start to shake. Like, literally, it felt like the car was just going to fall apart. So I never sped, nor did I really want to speed. I'm just not a fast guy. Like, I just didn't give a shit about speed. And then uh, uh, my, my Ford Escape is an SUV. So why would I drive that fast? Because it's not made to be driven fast. It's made to like pack shit in and, and you know, it's like, it's like a family vehicle. So if you're speeding in a Ford Escape, you automatically look like a douchebag, right? Because who knows, you have kids in the car and such, you know, you just look like an asshole. So usually I would, my, my gimmick is I just sit in the middle lane. Usually I go the speed limit. I enjoy my podcast because... You know, music, not my podcast. I mean, I enjoy podcasts because I listen to other ones. Um, because the music right now is is god awful. It's dreadful. So I, you know, listening to podcasts is is like a, you know, it's like a safety for me. I'm thank God I found them. But now I find myself just going a little bit faster than usual. Um, sometimes I'm not even aware of how fast I'm going. So I have to slow down and just chill out and, and you know, you know, just realize, whoa, wow, somehow I'm like going to buck 35 because sometimes I just, I don't feel it, right? Like the, the acceleration in a BMW is a little bit different than the acceleration in a Sunfire and Escape. It's a little smoother. So you don't realize how fast you're going and, you know, how, how fast you've accelerated, right? So basically I changed my driving habits because of the car I drive now. And I didn't realize that that was happening, but it, and it, it wasn't intentional either. But my point is, if I changed uh, my driving habits and the way I drive, does that mean that you know these inbred fucks and in their trucks changed into massive douchebags, or were they always massive d-bags? But now because they have a truck and they put like 80-inch tires on it, so it looks like fucking Bigfoot, and um, you know it gives them that feeling of empowerment, like you know they're, they're kings of the trailer park or the hottest guy at the bingo hall full of senior citizens. I don't know. I'm, it, oh, it's wait. And how about this? Speaking of douchebags, before I forget, what in the fuck is going on with these men who are riding around on three-wheeled motorcycles? Have you seen these fucking guys? You're you're, you're aware you're an adult, right? Like you, you know you're a male, and and you know you're supposed to have a spine, right? Doesn't it feel make you feel like less of a man when you roll up to a red light and like people on real motorcycles are laughing and pointing at you? Are you are you too fat for a Harley Davidson? Are you too fucking stupid to balance on two wheels like a real motorcycle does? Or is this just your way of showing the world that, you know what? You're throwing your hands up in the air and you're like, I'm, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. You, you, you've, you've literally got nothing left to give to anyone or to give to society or whatever. And at this point, all you need is a sidecar for your dog and the little dog has a helmet. And then you were easily officially the biggest loser on the road doing your 55 kilometers an hour while you're revving your engine like you're some fucking speed demon or tough guy or like you're you're proud to ride your little girly goofy car or not even car motorcycle i don't even know what it's called but it's fucking stupid so men 
Jesus Christ, have a spine. Get get off the three-wheeled thing. Give it to you know an an 84-year-old man because that's who needs it. And uh, get get yourself a nice little Hyundai or something like that. You're you're clearly not a motorcycle person. Stop trying to pull it off. Give up. Throw in the towel. It's over. All right. Um, yeah, it uh, bothers me. Anyways, I, I'm in a mood today, boy. I don't know what. I don't know why. I just I woke up in a bad mood. I don't know what it is. It's not often I'm in this kind of fucking mood, but in the last couple days, I've just been noticing that maybe it's the weather and people are a little bit more uh, testy, including myself. Uh, I don't know, but um, you know, yesterday I was even in a worse mood, if that's even possible. Um, I almost murdered a man on my front lawn. Uh, I'm assuming he's a neighbor because I've seen him in the neighborhood quite a bit. Um, uh, long story short, um, I'm at my house, uh, and, um, I usually have the Ford Escape, which is my winter vehicle, basically, until it dies, and I also use it for, like, towing stuff, that's what I did on Saturday, like I told you guys, to get the patio furniture, um, so, it, anyways, that, it's usually in my garage, um, my daughter, my oldest daughter's Chevy Cruze and my BMW are in the driveway, but on Sunday night, uh, my mother-in-law was coming over for dinner for her 61st birthday, and because of an unfortunate set of circumstances, she is presently in a wheelchair. So when I got home Sunday afternoon from my buddy's house, um, my um, my driveway was full. My daughter's car was there and my car was there. And I didn't have time. I had a bunch of stuff I had to do to get ready for dinner, barbecuing and, and setting up stuff, uh, furniture outside. So I didn't have time to move the cars. So I said, fuck it. And I parked on the other side. So you're in your driveway. And then there's the sidewalk, and then there's that other little piece of driveway before the road. So I parked there, that on that little strip of, of pavement before the before the road, right? Um, on the bottom part of your driveway, basically, with my front end facing the road and my bumper facing the sidewalk and and the and my house. So I parked like that, so that when my mother-in-law showed up in her van, um, she she could park as close or she could stop as close to the house as possible. Um, to make it easier for her to get out of the van and, and come into my backyard, right? So this is what I'm thinking about. I don't want to park somewhere where it's going to make it hard for her van to get her to my house or to get her to my driveway anyways, right? So before I go any further, um, it's important to note that three months ago when I was, um, I decided to hand wash both my vehicles, right? So I had both my vehicles in my driveway. Um, I took them both out and I was, I had the hose go in and I had the soap go in and the, the, the rim protector and all this stuff. And, um, at this point when, when this, when I'm, when I'm about to tell you, I was in the back seat vacuuming. So I had the, the shop back going and this older guy is walking by and I can see him waving his hands at me. He's on the sidewalk and he's waving his hands at me to get my attention. So I turned off the shop back and I said, Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? And he immediately starts bitching about me that the ass of my Ford Escape has taken up half the sidewalk. So now saying that like, it, it, it's as if you like, you don't, ha you just have to walk around. All right. Like it's not as if it's taking up the entire sidewalk. So uh, it, it's not like you're what you have to walk around my vehicle. And then all of a sudden you're walking on the road. No, you are literally walking. There's enough space to walk on the sidewalk too. But if you're forced to walk off the sidewalk, you're literally walking onto a brand new, freshly paved driveway. 
So like, there's there's nothing wrong. Like it, it's there, it's not like all terrain vehicles territory where all, I'm off the sidewalk and I got to go through this 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 horrible gravel. No, it's a beautifully freshly paved driveway. I just spent twelve hundred dollars on it, so I know how nice it is. So that was three months ago. He was bitching at me, and I let it go. And I said, "Yeah, I'll move it." And I, you know, I moved it. You know, fifteen minutes later, whatever the case was, and that was the end of that, right? But yesterday, um, I told you I parked it, and now I'm on. I'm watering my grass before my mother-in-law gets there because it was crazy hot, and my grass is getting getting a little brown. So I put, decided to put some water down, and sure enough, uh, you know, I parked like that again yesterday, and doesn't this same crusty old prune son of a bitch? come by as I'm watering my lawn and he says uh hey is, is that your truck and he fucking knows it was my SUV because we've already done this dance once before or maybe he's just too senile and he's just an old prick and doesn't remember I don't know anyways I play along and I said yeah man that's my truck what's up and oh, your bumper is uh, on the sidewalk, and that's a violation of the bylaw. So, you know, you should move it. And I said, like, you know, I, I was like, yeah, I knew he was going to say it, right? So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll move it in a bit. Don't worry. Everything's okay. No big deal. So then he gets right mad, and he repeats that I'm taking up sidewalk space, and kids might be walking, and a bunch of other nonsense that he's just spouting. And I simply said, yeah, you know what, man? It's not really that big a deal. You can actually just walk around it for now, so I'll move it in a bit. And then he just goes absolutely nuclear bananas. And he just starts screaming. And he starts saying, I asked you to move it, so you should move it right now. What the fuck is wrong with people today? I asked you to move it, so why don't you just move it? And then I just lost it, because at that point, I've had enough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The heat... I was a little hungover, I was in a rush because I knew my mother-in-law was coming over and I had to start doing shit, but I had to finish watering my lawn first, and then I just, I just, I just, I just went, alright, why don't you just shut the fuck up? And then he's staring at me with this blank look, like literally like, he just walked in and, and caught me plowing his wife. And then he gets even more mad, which I didn't even think was possible, and he's almost foaming at the mouth he's just starts he's just violently just angry and uh saying i'm i'm violating bylaws and what about the kids and what if a handicap needs the entire sidewalk and he's just screaming so i say uh yo are you okay man like are you high i'll move it in a bit like relax you old prick keep in mind this screaming match is going on on my front lawn at 5 p.m you know in the middle of the day and I've got a birthday party in an hour. Well, not a birthday party. My mother-in-law was coming for dinner, so it wasn't really like a party, right? So he says, I took a picture, and I'm going to have to call the bylaw officers, and they'll be here to give you a ticket. And I closed the, uh, the argument with, uh, good, well, when are they going to get here? They can both lick my ball sack. And he storms off. So yes, listen, I know I was very wrong. By parking on the sidewalk a little bit. I, I'm more than willing to admit it. But you also have to say that this level of shit that you've decided to take it to, like you've taken it upon yourself to become like the neighborhood parking bylaw cocksucker is probably not the way to go. And, you know, like, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
anyways, the bylaw officer never showed up. I moved my Ford Escape when my mother-in-law left. And, you know, as far as I know, nothing happened. No children were harmed uh, by, you know, possibly walking on a brand new driveway, because God forbid. But seriously, in, like, I think in these difficult times, in these frustrating times, you know, is, is starting a fight over my fucking bumper being a third of the way onto a sidewalk really the fight that you want to start? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and the funny thing was, as soon as he walked away, I sort of got upset with myself because during this entire argument, I literally had a hose in my hand which could have brought this little squabble, we'll call it. It could have taken it to a whole nother level. But I think if you hose somebody, technically that's assault. So I think this decrepit old fuck was the kind of guy who would definitely call the cops. So maybe it's for the best that I didn't hose this idiot down. I don't know, but it is what it is, and that's how it ended. And I'm sure we run into it together again, and I'm sure it will also be the next time that I happen to park like that for 45 minutes. Guaranteed. So that's that. But I'm not done with the hostility yet. Uh, let's continue the hostility. Let's talk about the Mayweather-Logan Paul fight from last night, shall we? How about this? Did I not tell you on the last episode, I told everyone who would listen, my friends, my family, on Twitter, everybody, I told anybody who would listen, this is a work. It's fake, it's a giant cash grab, and it's absolute horseshit. And boy, was I proven right. Unbelievable. So, Break it down. This YouTube jerk-off goes eight rounds. The entire fight, without getting knocked down, without getting knocked out. Okay? So, it's fucking bullshit. Uh, Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather, and, uh, you know, it was a totally different fight. I mean, whether it was fixed or not, I don't know. I'm going to say that there was, the fix was in no matter what Mayweather's going to win, right? But at least it looked like an entertaining fight. It looked like a real fight. This did not. It looked stupid. It looked fake. Were they really hitting each other? Yes. They were really punching each other in the face. Absolutely. I will give them that. Were they using full speed? Maybe Logan Paul was, but Mayweather wasn't. Mayweather was not throwing everything he could have. He easily could have dropped Jake Paul or Logan Paul. I get them all mixed up. Logan Paul. So he doesn't get knocked down. He doesn't get knocked out. Um, I feel dumber for watching it. I feel I feel horrible for anyone who actually decided to pay for it. I feel I feel like I, I feel like you 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 should go out and just and drown yourself on the lake, like I told you to from the beginning. That if you were going to pay for this, that's the way to go. Um, if you think about it, if you really break it down honestly, there was really no other possible outcome for this fight because if Floyd Mayweather loses, so Floyd Mayweather. The, the champion boxer, 50-0, never lost, fought Pacquiao, fought, um, oh, who's the cokehead, the, the Spanish guy, oh, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, fight, he's fought all these guys and a whole bunch of other guys, I'm not big boxing, but I know he's fought a whole bunch of other really good boxers, and he's 50-0, and 0. and then he would going to go out and lose to a YouTuber? No, 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 think about it. His legacy would have been tarnished forever. He would have been a joke. He would have been a laughingstock. It would have made the sport of, of, sometimes legitimate boxing it would it look like look like absolute horseshit and then if logan paul if he goes out 
and just gets absolutely annihilated or knocked out or knocked down several times. And then, you know, at the end of the fight, everyone's like, oh, wow, you know, Floyd really kicked his ass. Then his little gravy train, his little, uh, uh, whatever you're calling this, boxing endeavor or whatever, is toast. Because who would give a flying fuck about him after getting absolutely KO'd, right? Think about it. This little boxing gravy train thing that he's got yeah, is and his piece of shit brother too. So the two of them are doing it, of course. They both cooked this up. It doesn't have a long shelf life to begin with. It really doesn't. You know, there's only so many fucking celebrities they can fight or drag out of retirement or basketball players or, or whatever the case is. So, um, you know, it doesn't have a long shelf life. So they've got to get in what they can. And I understand that. I don't agree with it. But yes, I understand that. But getting knocked out would have ended it right there. It just would have been over. People are like, all right, that's, you know, it's as gone as far as it can go. Because think about it. At least Logan, or sorry, at least Jake has had a real fight. Uh, not against another YouTuber where Logan Paul lost to this other guy named KSI or something. I, I don't even know who the hell that is. So, so um, it's funny because um, at the end of it, at the end of the after the fight was over, you know they're doing the press conference with Mayweather, and he legitimately says things like, "Yeah, man, I just had fun," and you know this was uh, easy money, or as he called it, um, how did he go? And this is in a direct quote. He called himself a legitimate bank robber. Fucking spoiler alert for everyone who doesn't understand or doesn't realize what he just said right there. It was easy because it was fake. It was fake like the Loch Ness Monster. It was fake like fucking Bigfoot. It's fake like the female G-Spot. It's all horseshit. If anyone believed that Mayweather couldn't have ended that fight at any time that he wanted to, you sir or ma'am or both of you are delusional. He actually said it before the fight. There was literally a press conference, or not a press conference, an interview before the fight started. And they asked him his game plan and you know how he was going to do this and what he was going to do to Logan. And the words out of his mouth were, if I knock him out, people will get mad. Sorry, if I knock him out too early, people are going to get mad. So I've got to drag this fight out. He literally just admitted on national television that this is bullshit. It's basically WWE wrestling. It's basically the same thing except it's boxing. It's fake. It's no more real than vampires and Frankenstein and the female G-Spot. They're all the same. So, I don't know. I, 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 $50. $50. And apparently, Floyd Mayweather is going to walk away with $50 million. And Logan Paul could walk away with as much as 15 For what? To dance around? To hug? I mean, oh, oh. Uh, and, and actually, and, and to think, if you really watch the fight, if you actually watch it, and I'm sure you're going to see replays of this on a sports center or some sort of, you know, replay network or whatever. At one point, I swear, Logan Paul was out on his feet uh, from headshots that Floyd Medweather threw, and Floyd Medweather basically let him lean on him until the bell rang, and he got his wits about him, and then he fired back to his corner where they poured water all over him and told him, oh, don't worry, you know, you only got two more rounds. You really don't have to do much because, you know, we already know this is going the distance. You literally just have to stand up and look like you're a professional fighter when you're not. You're a YouTube star who has millions of dollars, and I, I, don't, I still don't even know how he made these millions of dollars. I have no idea what he did. And uh, that's all. I, and, oh, and, and then don't forget, 
Don't forget his awesome, awesome piece of shit brother who's jumping up and down in the front row saying, Logan won the fight! 50 and 1! Oh, my brother just beat the best boxer of all time! Dude, this fight had no winner, it had no loser, and it had no judges. So, just give me a break. Shut, 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 uh, shut, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, and you guys, you guys have, not you guys personally, but I mean anyone who's out there who just, you guys have to stop giving this fucking, these people money. Instead, how about this? Go on, you want to throw money in the garbage? You want to, you want to be generous? You want to, you want to help somebody out? Go on the, the link that I put out later on today or tomorrow or whatever, and go on my Patreon account and buy Jay a coffee. How about that? There you go. Buy me a coffee instead. I need the money way more than these shit sacks do. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Anyways, uh, I've, I've gone on long enough. You guys probably already knew how the fight ended. And you guys probably knew it was horse shit. So I'm probably already preaching to the choir anyway. But um, if you guys wanted to talk to me about that, or if you guys wanted to buy me that coffee, I'm going to put out the links with this video later on today. And don't forget how to find me, folks. Do not forget how to find me on Twitter. You know where I am. I am at podcast underscore hostile. On IG, I am at host.enviro.pod. Facebook, I am Jay Cowell. TikTok, at the hostile environment pod. I'm starting to pick up some real steam on this little TikTok thing. Uh, apparently, my videos are now... I guess when you log on to the app and the videos are already playing um, because people there's a lot of traffic coming onto your site to look at your stuff, well, my videos are doing that. So um, I guess I'm getting a lot of uh, steam on TikTok. Well, not a lot, but a little bit. So I'll never get a lot of steam because, you know, I'm just, I can't do it. I'm trying. but And, um, of course, if you wanted to go on the email uh, and, and just, you know, show suggestions, questions, comments, um, anything you want, you know, my email is always open. I always answer back. And for those of you who have, uh, discussed things with, with me on email, you know, if you ask me to keep them private, I will. And you also know that if you have a show idea for me, I will definitely incorporate it if possible. And I will give you credit for it as well. There you can find me j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. Don't forget. I am on Apple. I am on Spotify. I am on Google. I am on Amazon. And I think there's even a few other podcast networks that I'm on that I don't even know about. So that's something, right? So before I go, um, just let's do a, a couple of quick headlines for you. I'm not going to give you too much of the backstory, but there's a few headlines that I saw that I thought maybe you guys would be interested in because maybe you've missed them. Um, the first one being, and for some reason this shit interests me, I don't know why, um, Elon Musk receives serious warning from Anonymous. So I hopefully you guys all know who Anonymous is. They are the group that wear that mask from that V for Vendetta movie. They're the most notorious hackers. They're, um, you know, they stand up for rights of the little people apparently and, and stuff like that. So they hate guys like Bezos and, and Musk and, um, you know, um, basically anyone successful. They hate them all, right? So um, they're, uh, they're a co coalition of self-described freedom fighters. Uh, they're focusing on Elon Musk. Um, they say things like, you know, we are anonymous, we are a legion, we do not forgive, we do not forget, and expect us. That's kind of like they're 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 called a, ha a hacker group or whatever they're called. So, 
Um, they're, they're coming after Elon Musk. Um, I don't know why. I, uh, Bitcoin prices took a serious dive in recent, in recent uh, uh, weeks, so maybe that has something to do with it. The crypto markets, I don't know. But anyways, Anonymous is taking aim in Elon Musk, so that's something. Um, and just before I, I go um, to the next headline, I wanted to also say about the Jake Paul thing. I know I've already ranted on it enough, but for those of you who are familiar with the UFC, the, the heavyweight champion of the world is uh, this guy named Francis Naganu. He's a huge African killing machine. He's insane. He's he's tough as shit, and he's big, and he's unstoppable. He put out a tweet last night after the fight that said, uh, it's crazy to think that Logan Paul, who was 0-1 as a fighter, just made $20 million on a boxing exhibition fight. What are we doing wrong? So when your heavyweight champion of the world is coming out saying that this YouTube guy just made 20 million bucks, that's basically him saying, I'm not making anywhere close to that. I'm a legitimate fighter. Why am I not making this money? So um, the one thing I do agree with when I've heard that piece of shit Jake Paul talk is that these fighters need to be paid more because they're putting their lives on the line. And that's exactly right. If you're a UFC fighter, every time you step in that octagon, you are literally one punch or a kick or, or, or whatever away from... You know, not only your career earning, but who knows, maybe worse. God forbid, you know, anything worse than that, right? So, um, look at the guy, Chris Weidman, who just had his legs snapped in the middle of the octagon in front of everybody. You know, he's gone for a year. This guy can't make any money for a year because he's a fighter. You can't fight if you've got one leg. So, you know, for you to be paid, you know, $75,000 for a fight, that's not enough. In this day and age, it just isn't enough. Uh, for, you know, like th there's there's guys who are, are doing you know, shit jobs who are making way more than 70 grand a year and you're in a UFC and you're making 70 grand a year. I mean, that's got to change. So I do think that what these two brothers are doing is going to change the landscape of how fighters are being paid. I would hope that that's the way it's going. So even if these brothers do nothing else other than suck money out of stupid people who want to pay for their pay-per-views, at least they're getting the platform to say, this is the money we're making. Why aren't UFC guys making this money? So hopefully that changes. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention because I believe it to be true. Um, the next headline I've got is, um, and I didn't want to click on this link. I actually did click on the link, but it was so much medical mumbo jumbo that I really couldn't break it down to a story that I could bring to you guys. But if you wanted to uh, click the link yourself, it's from uh, the New York Times and it's from a site called the NYT Science Department. Uh, it says, in a new study, researchers at Harvard and MIT content contend that fears of an impending spermageddon have been vastly overstated. So, of course, I had to click on that because it has to do with, you know, sperm, right? It makes me smile. I don't know why. I'm, I'm a child. I know. So, I click on the link and it's basically, the, the long and short of it is, it's just saying that I, I guess they feel that men are going to be so infertile at some point that they're not going to be able to keep populating the world. Um... I, I, I can't see how that's possible considering the population that's in India and China and all these other places that are seriously, seriously overpopulated. Um, you know, there's some families that have like nine, 10 kids when they have like 40 bucks to their name. Um, I, I see it in Oshawa, you know, the, the big fat tattooed woman in jean shorts uh, with a cigarette in her mouth pushing a stroller with like six or seven kids behind her. Like, So I, I think we're okay for a while, not to mention the fact that we're slowly destroying the planet. Uh, we're, we're eating all the natural resources, we're eating everything, we're destroying everything, so um, I think we're fine, and even if we can't repopulate anymore, um, maybe that's for the best, who knows.
And uh, the last thing I wanted to bring your attention is, and this is a video, it's all over the internet. I suggest you go and look at it because it is awesome. It is, instead of Florida man, this is a Florida woman. Um, a video of a, um, a, so it's a wild video of a naked 53-year-old woman going absolutely bananas at an outback steakhouse. Uh, she gets completely naked, and I'm talking muff, I'm talking boobs, I'm talking the entire shebang. Uh, she gets on, uh, she goes to the outback steakhouse and does all this, and the cops end up tasering her and putting her down and then handcuffing her and dragging her out but not before she got on the counter of the Outback Steakhouse, smashed every cup, smashed every bottle, uh, was yelling. Um, just it, it was just it's a fantastic show. It's a great video. It's extremely entertaining. I, I highly suggest you somehow go on the internets and uh, figure it out on, on how to watch it and check it out. You will not be sorry. But this is the end of the show at this point. We are 32 minutes in. And I have so much shit to do, and I only have two days off, so I've got to go and get some stuff done. So until Thursday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy the next three days. Stay safe. Don't try and attack your neighbor on your lawn. And uh, until then, please enjoy the couple days out, and I will say bye for now.